Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome back, Crack fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. We've got another From the Presser segment for all of you listeners today as I conclude my time at the 2022 Western and Southern Open. have to offer a massive thank you to people like Eric Buderak, Pete Holterman, and the entire Western and Southern Open team. They were far too accommodating, far too gracious with their time and willing to deal with all of our Cracked Rackets nonsense. Always an immense opportunity for me to have the chance to speak with each of these players competing. At this week's event, not only do we gain insights into their performance on court this week, but it was also great to have the opportunity to pick the brains of so many of these players, talk about the progress each of them have made here in 2022, and we had that immense opportunity once again today as I had the chance to speak with both Tommy Paul, Alex Diemenauer, and Borna Chorich following each of their first-round victories on Tuesday. Had the opportunity to speak with each of them for about four to seven minutes. The Chorich conversation in particular, we actually got to get into things, talk about his comeback from injury, talk about some of the technical changes he has made to his game as he looks to work his way back into form. And of course, got to speak with all these players about what allowed them to succeed in round one, talk about where they're at right now in their 2022 season progress. Fantastic conversations that I know all of you listeners are going to enjoy. Of course, unfortunately, Tuesday was my final day in Cincinnati. Now it's a glass half full sort of situation as our Crack Rackets team is getting ready to head over to Pennsylvania for this weekend's LS Pro Tennis Challenge. Going to be an exceptional weekend of tennis, seeing players like Hugo Gaston, top 100 in the world, former top 50 player Ryan Harrison, this year's junior Wimbledon boys singles finalist Michael Zhang, and so many more competing in a little exhibition action as each of them look to prepare, whether it be for the U.S. Open or just the home stretches of their 2022 seasons. Of course, We'll have coverage of that event beginning on Friday, continuing on Saturday as well over on our Crack Rackets YouTube channel. We'll also, of course, have the opportunity to interview, speak with all of the players competing in this weekend's action. Those interviews will pop up here on the Cracked Interviews feed as well as on our Crack Rackets YouTube channel over the next few days. Just wanted to give all of you a little state of operations here at Crack Rackets. It was so fun for us to be in Cincinnati. Excited to head now to Penn. Pennsylvania, and then, of course, Westoff and I off to Cleveland for the WTA 250. So busy times here at Cracked Rackets. If you've missed any of our coverage of anything, you can follow it all on our website, CrackedRackets.com. Of course, why did all of you turn to today's podcast? Because you want to hear from our round one winners in Cincinnati, Tommy Paul, Alex Diemenauer, and Borna George. Of course, quickly, before we do that, shout out to our friends at Swing Vision. Simply put, they're at the forefront of all innovations happening within the game of tennis 
related to artificial intelligence. You download the Swing Vision app. It's just the most efficient way to improve your game in the modern era. Of course, when you download it, use our promo code CRACK20. You'll get $20 off plus a free 14-day pro trial to learn more. Click on the Swing Vision link in the description to this podcast. But with all of that said, let's get to it. My conversations with Tommy Paul, Alex Demonauer, and Borna Chorch. All right, joined now by Tommy Paul, a 6-3-6-2 winner. Tommy, congratulations on the victory. What worked well for you today? Um, it was an interesting match. I don't think it was too pretty overall, but um, I kept a pretty good composure and uh, served decent when I needed to, so I was pumped to get through that match. Yeah, you talk about the serve. I think you only made 49% of your first serves today, yet dropped just 12 points on serve. What's going through your head in an up-and-down performance like that? Um... I mean, the whole time I'm thinking, got to get the first serve percentage up. Yeah. But it, it's tricky with him because uh, I think we've all seen how he can play and how he can frustrate players. So even when I was up a set in 5-2 serving, I was like, man, this guy could come back and beat me right now for sure. So it was uh, it was tough to tough match mentally, but really pumped to get through that one. Mm-hmm. And for you now, I believe that's your 15th first-round victory of the season, 15-6 and six overall in first rounds. You know, they say you can't win the tournament on the first day. You can certainly lose it, though. I'm yeah. curious for you, you know, what's been your mindset this year in those first matches? It feels like that's been a big room of growth. Yeah, I mean, first, first rounds are tough. I mean, you never know what to expect. You never know how the person who you're playing against is going to play. You don't know how you're going to play, even coming off a good week. Um, if you don't hit the ball great, you uh, you know you kind of panic a little bit. But I don't know. I just I, I've been preparing re- really well for the matches and been pretty locked in. So I mean that, that helps when you don't. I haven't been showing too much emotion on court. Been kind of keeping it like uh, you know calm out there. So I think that that helps a ton, especially early in tournaments. Yeah, no stoic for sure. We've yeah. not seen it. And you know, uh, with that in mind. And one of the big things I've seen this year is the forehand. It feels like you're really going after that ball maybe more than you did earlier in your career. Is that a fair assessment? Definitely. I mean, I've been I've been watching a lot of tennis. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's uh, unknown that I'm. I don't usually watch too much tennis. I would say that's a change for you, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I used to not watch too much tennis, but now I watch it and I actually enjoy watching it because I mean, they're they're all players that I'm going to play against at every tournament, really. So. Um, you learn people's games and also you see what like the top guys are doing and I mean everyone's going after their shots so I think that that's a big thing for me right now is uh, anytime I have a ball really getting after it Mm -hmm. and we hear so often players talk about confidence you've made the quarterfinals or better in four of your last six Mm -hmm. you know how confident are you feeling through this North American hardcore stretch Um, I'm just excited obviously confidence comes with uh, wins and matches and time on court and I've been getting a lot of that, so, I mean, it, it helps. Uh, but, I don't know, the, the, the difference is, like, when I'm having fun on court is uh, when I play my best tennis, and, and I've been having a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm pumped to get out there and play tomorrow. I'm pumped for the next few tournaments. Mm-hmm. You've got Dennis next. Any thoughts on that match? By now, 2-0, I believe, in your career. Yeah. Um, man, he's tricky. He, he can hit a winner from anywhere in the court. Uh, probably going to do a lot of running tomorrow. So, yeah. Uh, I have dubs this afternoon, going to rest up after dubs, get some good treatment, and and prepare for that match. But, yeah, I mean, he serves well. He's a tough guy to play against. Not not always fun, but, 
Hopefully we can make it fun. Yeah, so less poachers in the doubles today. Take it easy. Yeah, yeah just relax. I don't know. Maybe, maybe more. Get it done quicker. Yeah, I like it. No, <laughs> Tommy, congratulations on the victory and good luck this week. Thank you very much. Joined by Alex Diemenauer, straight set winner today in Cincinnati. Alex, congratulations to you. What was able to work so well on court today? Uh, look, uh, I'm just happy to get the win. It's uh, not easy conditions out here. And, uh, you know, I think I just played solid, needed, uh, did what I needed to do, and, um, you know, happy to get a win. Mm-hmm. Feels like since the start of the grass court season, your game has jumped another level. Looking at some of the numbers, it feels like the first serve in particular, you're having more success behind that. Do you feel that, and, you know, how do you feel your level is at this point of the season? Yeah, look, it's uh, it's obviously uh, good that the stats uh, are showing that. Um, you know, that's something we've been working on. So, you know, there's still plenty of improvements to, to get to. You know, I'm nowhere near where I want to be. So just got to keep on working on, on that kind of aspect of the game. And, and, you know, it does feel good at the moment. So hopefully I can keep that going. Mm-hmm. Obviously not too far removed from you winning a title in Atlanta a few weeks ago. Now it's been a little up and down since that Atlanta run. Is the the myth of the post-tournament title hangover, is that a real thing? And have you felt that at all these past few weeks? Oh, 100% it's a real thing. <laughs> I mean, uh, you just got to look at uh, the lack of preparation you can get into the next week. You know, um, all of a sudden you got one day uh, between winning a tournament and then having to play in a completely different city with different conditions and, and everything. So it's... You know, it's always tough, but uh, I'm, I'm happy the way I'm playing. You know, I was able to bounce back in Montreal, have two really good wins, and, and I'm really happy with my level. So hopefully, you know, I can keep it going, keep uh, trying to put myself out there against uh, tough opponents, and, you know, hopefully get out and get more results. And with your level in mind, something I've noticed of late in particular, you know, you're known for your speed. There's not a ball out there you can't track down, but feels like you're going after the forehand a little bit more of late. Feels like, again, those plus one opportunities early in the rally, that's something you've zoned in on. Am I on to something or am I crazy here? No, no, not at all. I mean, um, ultimately, that's what you need uh, against these top players. You need um, to take it to them, be more aggressive. And that's a, a part of the game that I've kind of always had, but I've kind of kept you know, in the back pocket, haven't utilized it as much. Maybe I've uh, decided to, you know, um, be more tough. But, you know, if the opportunity is there, I- I'd rather go out there and go for it and try to take things into my matters into my own hands and then, uh, you know, kind of wait back and and just see how the rally goes. Yeah, sure. You've played, you're playing doubles this week and you've played a lot of doubles of late. Uh, obviously, that's something you typically do, but I'm curious, is that to help work on those things, such as attacking the net moving forward? Look, I think it's uh, a bit of fun. I mean, uh, for me, doubles, uh, uh, the most important thing is uh, I always play with people I I thoroughly enjoy playing with and uh, close mates uh, because if not, you know, um, it brings a bit too much stress into into my doubles game. So I'm enjoying playing with Cam. We're both singles players. We're both out there, you know, focusing on on singles. And, you know, if we can have a run in in doubles, you know, we just have a good time. So It's always fun watching you two serve in volley, right? Feels a little out of play or unexpected, I guess. Yeah, yeah, well... Yeah, I probably haven't seen too much of that uh, in our doubles, uh, but you know, maybe maybe we should start doing a little bit more of that. Sure. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Well, again, Alex, congratulations on the victory and good luck this week. Thank you very much. Hey, crack fans. 
Before we get to today's show, I want to let all of you listeners know about the revolutionary work being done by our friends over at Swing Vision. Now, all of us as tennis players are constantly searching for that piece of information that's going to give us that one, two, three percent edge whenever we step onto the court. We want to know, am I hitting my forehand with enough depth? Am I accurately placing my backhands? Am I employing patterns on the court that are putting me in an optimum position to experience success? Thankfully, all of those questions can now be answered via the app produced by our friends at Swing Vision. Folks, it's extraordinarily simple. You're going to download the app. You're going to turn that app on your phone. You're going to put your phone on the back fence, the back curtain of whatever court you're playing on. You're going to hit record. And then using artificial intelligence, Swing Vision is going to break down your performance. If you click on the link that you find in the podcast description here on today's episode, you'll go right to the Swing Vision website. And of course, friends who use our Crack Rackets promo code CRACK20 are going to get an additional $20 discount and a free 14-day pro trial on the Swing Vision app. Again, you use that promo code CRACK20, $20 discount, as well as a free 14-day pro trial. How do you find the link? To get signed up, just go back to your podcast feed. It's in the podcast description of this episode. You go to the Swing Vision website, you set up your account, you download the app, you get rocking and rolling, get all the information one location with our friends at Swing Vision. All right, joined by Borna George, a straight set winner to kick off his Cincinnati campaign. Borna, first of all, congratulations on Thank the you. victory. What worked well for you today? Thank you. Yeah, I think I was uh, I was playing really well. I was I was serving very good at the at the important points. I think you know at the beginning of the match I. Uh, I just uh, I just couldn't find my rhythm. I was I was not playing well. I think um, on the fourth two I was uh, I was a little bit lucky because um, he actually played a really really poor game. I I, I didn't do much to be honest. And you know I felt like since then since since the fourth three I um, got my rhythm. I I, I started to play better. Um, I started to return better. And you know in the end I was I was playing really good tennis in the end. Uh, looking at the stats, I don't believe you dropped a point on serve in that second set. Now maybe that's something that you're unaware of as you're playing the match but I, and not to compare our games at all I know if I hadn't dropped a point on serving a set I would know that are yeah. you aware of that and what's going through your head on a day uh, like that no I was uh, actually not aware of that I was I was aware that I was going through my games very very easily mm-hmm. uh, because I was serving good but I was not aware that I didn't lose a point to be honest so that's a that's a great stat so <laughs> so yeah thank you very much yeah <laughs> of course no thank you it was a great serving performance and you know looking at your season more broadly uh, it, to start the you know 2022, I believe you're two and eight overall on on the year. You're now ten and four since then, since the start of the month of June. And you know, with that in mind, statistically, the biggest thing that seems to have changed is the serve. I'm curious if you feel that in your own game, if you've grown more comfortable with every week. Yeah, for sure. I you know I was uh, I was talking with the serve and uh, and the return at the same time, and I think that's the that's the two most important shots in the tennis. So you know, on the serve, I was struggling because I was I was still afraid uh, of my shoulder. I I, I you know I. I also couldn't serve much, and then you know, um, I, I was not uh, I was not able to practice it, and obviously I was I was not serving well. Well, my speed also went down. Uh, so yeah, I was I was struggling with that, and then uh, um, also the returns. I think I was. Uh, Really, really bad at that part, uh, just because I didn't play matches. And you know, uh, um, like I said many times, I think uh, on the return uh, you can improve it on the practice, but it's um, probably the toughest part uh, which you can improve on the practice because you know you cannot find guys who are serving like the top 10 or the top 20 guys. Uh, 
it's because we haven't met. I'm happy to come on the practice court. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. No, no, but no, exactly. with that in mind, um, you know, again, is it the little things? I know so often we hear players talk about it's not the hitting of the forehand at the back end. It's the small steps you have to take. It's that first ball after the serve or first ball after the return that's trickiest. Have you felt that experience throughout this season? Yeah, for sure. Same thing, you know, again, all the things which you cannot really uh, which you cannot really practice is the, is the first ball after the serve. It's, it's also very tough because it's not easy to find somebody who's going to return your serve. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then even if you find, again, you know, all these guys are, are returning very, very good on the, on the highest level. So uh, uh, to be able to get that ball and to practice it, it's uh, super tough, and you can only you can only do it on the matches, really. So uh, you know, I, I was I felt like I was gaining confidence and uh, uh, all my momentum through the you know those matches, even even if I lost, but I was feeling like I was I was playing better and better each mm-hmm. week. And one more just nerdy tennis question for you: You've always been someone who's had success on the backhand side, you know, since yeah. the start of the career, even back in the juniors, 2011, 2012. It feels like you might have played with the forehand though a little bit over these past six months. It looks like the backswing's a little bit different, a little bit more abbreviated. Is that a fair assessment? I don't understand that last word. I, I guess a little shorter, a little bit more. Condensed. Yeah, I mean, you know, my forehand has been all over the place in, in the last ten years. You know, it's been short, it's been big, it's been wide, it's been everything. You know, but uh, I would say probably, yeah, uh, I would say maybe a little bit shorter. Um, um, Especially the swing, and yeah. and uh, you know just just trying to hit the ball um, a little bit wider from my body, as as I was always the one you know hitting uh, really really close in the body, sure. and I was I was struggling to uh, make the power with with, with that kind of uh, and technique and and everything. So you know that was my main goal for in, in the last probably six months. Mm-hmm. And as you look towards the end of this season. I know you're using your protected ranking to get into this event. I think you get to use it at the U.S. Open as yeah. well. I'm curious, you know, are there scheduling goals? Are there ranking goals for you to end this year? Or are you just trying to stay healthy more than anything else? I mean, to be honest, I, I want to finish uh, in the top hundred, you know, so okay. I'm, I'm so I can be in the in the manner of the of the Australian Open. That's the that's the most important thing for me. And um, and and uh, yeah, to stay healthy, to play as um, many matches as possible. And you know, I still look at. Uh, this season in a way kind of for the you know the big preparation for the next season I'm, sure. I'm aware I cannot do big big things you know in uh, this season maybe I can do it but I I don't really expect it because mm-hmm. I, I know you know it, it just takes time and, and so, uh, something needs to come together but uh, I, I see this season as the as a preparation for the next one yeah last question for you you've got Rafa obviously in your next match 2016, you play Rafa here, you beat him to get to your first quarterfinal in Cincinnati. Now, you know, six years ago doesn't feel that long, but, you know, 19 years old then, 25 years old now. How different are you approaching perhaps this match to the way you would have six years ago, and what are your thoughts heading into it? Honestly, I, do, I mean, I I, uh, I do remember that match, but I don't I don't remember how I was I was coming <laughs> sure. into that match. You know, it's uh, it's not lots of time, but also it is, it is you know, it's, it's not... Uh, very small amount of time, so you know, just uh, it's it's uh, uh, gonna be the same approach like the always. To be honest, you know, just um, 
try my best. You know, I, I also get to enjoy that. I, I didn't play such a big match this season, so it's going to be a very, very nice feeling for me for sure. And I, I haven't played those kind of matches in a really, really long time. And I, I always love those matches in the night session uh, against the against the big players. You know, that's that's why we play tennis at, at the end of the day. You know, so um, I'm just looking forward to it. And um, and yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy it for awesome. sure. Well, we like having you back on court as well. Thank Support you. Thank you. Appreciate, appreciate you chatting. Hope all of you enjoyed my conversations with Tommy Paul, Alex Diemenauer, and Borna Chorch. A thank you to each of them for taking the time to answer our questions. If you'd like to see video of each of those conversations, you can find it on our social media, whether it be Instagram, Twitter, at Cracked Rackets. You can also find it on our Cracked Rackets YouTube channel. Of course, if you missed our day one conversations, had the immense opportunity to speak with a couple of other first-round winners, Seppi Corda, Marcos Garone. Of course, also had the opportunity to ask some questions to Rafa Nadal, Emma Raducanu, and others. Each of those conversations available here on our Cracked Interviews podcast feed. And of course, all of our coverage of everything happening in the tennis world, whether it be in Cincinnati, whether it be in, uh, of course, last week, Canada, the junior level USTA Boys and Girls 16s and 18s National Championships coming to a close. We're covering all of that here at Cracked Rackets and so much more. Make sure you like, rate, subscribe, review to this podcast, the Mini Break Podcast podcast great shot podcast for all of your updates of course twitter instagram facebook youtube we are at cracked rackets you want to message me directly i am at al gruskin a shout out as always to our super producer daniel westoff for the of an editing job he does day in day out making all of our content possible shout out as well to our friends at swing vision remember to learn more about the easiest way to improve your game, click on that Swing Vision link in the description to this podcast. Make sure you use that promo code CRACK20 when you sign up. With that said, for the fantastic Tommy Paul, Alex Diemenauer, and Borna George, our super producer Daniel Westoff, our friends at Swing Vision, and from all of us here at both Cracked Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network, I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. You've been listening to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy. Talk to you all soon. Thanks, everyone. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 